Hi, welcome to the Future You podcast. Future You empowers women to embrace their natural beauty, heal from the inside out, and stay true to their authentic self. We are a platform that wants to help readers make informed choices about diet, self-care, and attention so that we can all tap into a sense of enlivenment that is our birthright. My name is Elena Smith. I am a writing intern for Future You and a lover of fashion. This episode, we will be talking about the joys of buying secondhand fashion. Hi, everyone. My name is Cuban. I'm a student and a writer intern at Pier Tree U. And I'm from California, and I absolutely love thrifting. Before we talk about secondhand fashion, I kind of want to talk about its extreme polar opposite, which is fast fashion. And what's so wrong about it? So, Elena, do you have anything um, you want to discuss about fast fashion? Yeah. Fast fashion has been known to have negative effects on our environment. And it has also come out that some of these brands have conditions of work in their factories that many of us would consider inhumane. I'll talk about the environmental impacts a little bit later. But first, I wanted to draw your attention to the inhumane labor in some other countries. Some of the workers that they have are underpaid workers. Some of them are child workers. And they're often working in poor or dangerous working conditions just to save the company's money. And buying secondhand does have bad impacts on the environment. The whole idea with fast fashion is to produce cheap clothes at a fast rate so that they are cheaper and more accessible to us as the consumers. 85% of fast fashion items actually end up in landfills, and it takes hundreds of years for those materials to break down. So they are going to be in our water, in our landfills, in our environment for such a long time. It's actually really hard to fathom. And since these clothes are so cheap to produce, the stores that sell them often end up throwing them out or burning them since they can't sell them all in you know, such a short period of time. Thank you for your um, insights. I feel like this is a really big problem these days because I see so many Instagram influencers, you know, um, supporting and advertising for fast fashion brands like Fashion Nova, Fashion Nova, H&M, and um, Shein, Romwe, all those cheap clothing manufacturers that make really trendy clothing. But I feel like these influencers are sort of influencing people in the wrong direction when they're supporting brands that use child labor and these inhumane conditions that you're talking about. I just feel like this is a totally different, um, this is something that we shouldn't be supporting as consumers, even though we see like our favorite influencers sporting these outfits. Which is why I feel like um, this is a perfect um, segue into secondhand fashion because not only is it incredibly um, good for the environment because you're recycling clothes, but also it's really good for your wallet. Obviously, when you buy secondhand clothing, people don't sell it at retail price, but usually 50% under retail price. So um like for my local thrift store, you'll find shirts that are usually like $3 that would have been like 15 on the market. So and definitely good for your money. And I think one important aspect of secondhand fashion, other than its um, effect on the environment, is 
kind of the thrill of the hunt. Um, a lot of people shop at thrift stores because I think these days um, it, YouTubers like Emma Chamberlain have popularized like thrift hauls and like sorting through all these tons of clothing to find like cute outfits that are really unique. And I think for me personally, I really enjoy thrifting in combination with all these factors, but also because it's personally very enjoyable for me and a stress relieving experience. Awesome. That is so great. What an awesome way to save money and our environment at the same time. Uh, how did you get into thrifting? Um, I got into thrifting and buying secondhand my first year at college. I go up to school in Maine. And I remember when I first got there, like, I would have these exams, and then I would be stressed out. And after I finished exams, I would be so happy that I want to congratulate myself. And my first response was retail therapy. But obviously, as a college student, I can't afford that to be my automatic stress reliever by shopping all the time. So um, until I discovered thrifting. And I, we have a lot of um, consignment stores, secondhand fashion stores near my college town. So it was nice after exam, congratulate myself by buying new clothes and outfits, but for cheaper and also at a less environmentally damaging way. And I really like finding and wearing vintage pieces that are unique, one of a kind, or dead stock, which means that they don't sell it at the market and you can't find it in current um, stores anymore. Yeah, very relatable what you said about retail therapy. Um, I also find myself wanting to buy clothes when I am not in the best emotional state or, you know, I just want something to make me happy. Uh, and obviously buying things at retail price all the time is not <laughs> sustainable for my wallet or the environment, as I talked about before. Uh, and I got into thrifting, actually. My mom used to take me to Goodwill a lot growing up, and I fell in love with the ability to buy interesting clothes for low prices. Yeah, and buying new clothes all the time, you know, doesn't work on a college budget, as you said. And when I learned about the adverse effects on the planet that fast fashion has, it made me love thrifting it even more because I felt like not only am I saving money for myself, but I'm actually doing my part in helping the environment. Um, so when I do splurge on clothes, I try to buy secondhand. That's amazing. I feel like that's a strategy that everyone should use. <laughs> Instead of your automatic response clicking Urban Outfitters, all these um, really trendy um, retail stores, I feel like you can find a lot of similar clothes that are the same style in the thrift store. So, yeah, really nice strategy. Next, I want to talk about what are your, uh, where are your favorite places to shop for secondhand clothing? I know everyone's a bit different, so um, especially based on the areas where you live. So I just want to ask you this question. Depop is an absolute favorite of mine. I discovered it probably a year and a half to two years ago, if I'm remembering that correctly. There have been a ton of apps emerging that focus on selling pre-owned clothes, which is a really great opportunity for thrifters, especially right now um, in the age of coronavirus, when a lot of the stores are shut down or 
are only allowing a certain amount of people to enter, you know, shopping online is amazing. And you can still be sustainably shopping and buying clothes at affordable prices. I also really like other online stores like ThreadUp or Poshmark. Uh, you know, they're, they're available for us. They ha- have been before Corona and they are now. I'm also known to pop into my local Plato's Closet every once in a while. That's great. Um, I feel like the thrifting community, like thrifting in person has definitely slowed because of COVID because you are sorting through, hand sorting through like hundreds of garments. But definitely how thrifting has become such an online sensation. I know my friends are selling a ton of their clothes on Depop. And even though it's coronavirus pandemic, global pandemic right now, she's like thriving and she has like so much like business coming to her closet for from people who want to buy her clothes. So I think that's really great that this industry is really adaptable. Yeah, that's so awesome, especially right now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, for me, I've been I did like buy a lot of um Depop and Poshmark clothing, but I also really like going in person. And some of my in-person stores that I really like are Salvation Army, um, Buffalo Exchange, Crossroads Trading Company, um, and Wasteland San Francisco, if I want to splurge. These stores are less secondhand in the sense that they're more curated. So once people sell them, um, the people who are working in these thrift stores sort through them and take the ones they want to accept that they deem are trendy or on brand for their store so there's a difference between like salvation army which is like donation based versus um like buffalo exchange crossroads wasteland which are all like curated yeah i'll have to check some of those out in the future when things get opened back up soon uh what are your favorite brands or pieces of clothing you like to buy secondhand i definitely love my levi's jeans secondhand they just don't make them like they do um, today. I actually worked at re- um, Levi's in retail. Um, and from my experience, thrifting Levi's are so much better. Um, and I feel like the retro 70s, 80s, 90s styles are coming back these days since fashion is pretty cyclical. Um, and honestly, I personally think they're really cute. So I enjoy like finding dead stock, um, non-retail Levi's jeans at the thrift store. And they fit really well too. And my second um, piece of clothing that I really like to buy secondhand is oversized tourist crewnecks. I feel like um, they're really random, but they're a really good way to start a conversation. Um, and I like to buy pieces that I've never been to. So I have a like Canada sweatshirt. I have an Alaska one. I have one for like, um, a Baton Rouge Yacht Club, which is really interesting. So there's, there's kind of like fun conversation starters, perfect for throwing on and still um, looking decent, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Levi's are really coming back and they look really nice. And I, I love a good crew neck. Uh, I personally love buying secondhand dresses. I... Especially in the summertime, I love wearing dresses. Uh, pants just don't do it for me. I, I like the feeling of my legs being free and just having that one 
sort of thing on my body. And when you thrift dresses, you can find so many different kinds. You know, um, you can find vintage dresses, dresses of various colors, styles. It's just like this whole world of clothes to explore. And I, I love it so much. Um, I have thrifted a lot of dresses from ThreadUp personally. I feel like they have really nice dresses that would typically be very expensive at affordable costs. I'm drawing a blank on specific brands right now, but I do have a couple that would probably have been about $80 that I snagged for about 15 from them. So if you are someone who loves expensive brands but doesn't want to pay that much, definitely check out ThreadUp and and um, put on your settings for a certain brand that you love. <clears throat> That's so great. I feel like um, I've seen so many videos where people thrift their prom dresses. And I think that's so cool because one, you're saving a ton of money because I know people go hard for prom dresses, but also you're finding something that's unique and maybe not sold in stores. So you can, I know there's like a thing where people can't wear the same prom dress, but I feel like if you thrift one, there's like zero possibility because it's definitely unique. Yeah. That's the other thing I love about thrifting is that your clothes are always unique. Oftentimes they're one of a kind and that's just amazing. Yeah. The way clothes should be. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So I wanted to talk to you about your favorite find. What made you feel the most successful after a thrift? session or haul (laughs) recently i bought a denim skirt from depop um i am very tall i'm five eight and a half which feels very tall sometimes when you're buying clothes so short skirts always look a little bit shorter on me than i want to i feel like if i do buy fast fashion or from a main mainstream retailer the skirts always look longer on the models than they look on me um So it's really nice to be able to find something that fits your body in the way that you want it to. And I feel like with thrifting, you have a lot more options for that. Um, Yeah, this skirt, it fits my body so well. It's not too long. It's not too short. It's like a mid-thigh length, and that's perfect for me. That's what I feel most comfortable in. Um, you know, denim goes with everything. So I feel like every single shirt I have, I can pair it with it. It's a great summer wear. In the winter, I'll just throw a pair of tights or leggings on under it. And I'm really going to love this skirt until I like physically can't anymore. I feel that. I love that for you. Thank you. And I think I have, I'm I'm looking very jealous because I have like the exact polar opposite problem from you Um, and it's so good that we're having this conversation together because I'm on the totally opposite scale I'm 5'2 short (laughs) very short (laughs) so um, I feel like for me I have that problem on the um, shorter side of the scale so um, my favorite find is probably my jeans, but never from the woman's section because they're always too long, way too long. So um, I suggest if you're short like me, 5'3", five, 5'2", five, and below, I suggest looking at the girls and the little boy section. Like that might sound weird to you from the get-go, but honestly, they're like a goldmine for shorter um, 
people. Um, and I feel like the styles that they have in the kids section are sort of that baggy jean, mom jean kind of look. So perfect for like the trends right now. And I'm so glad that I thrifted because I feel like when you shop at a normal store, like if you walk into like a Macy's or a Nordstrom, you're going to shop in whatever department you fall into. So like the women's section, but like in a thrifting like store, a thrift store, you can shop wherever you want to. And there's not like sales associates like hovering over you when you walk into like the men's section mm. or like when you walk into the boy section or the girl section. Um, so I feel like, it's definitely more freeing to like shop out of your prescribed consumer identity. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I, another one of my um, favorite finds was a men's graphic t-shirt. Um, it has a large coating bottle on the front and it's like very trippy looking. It's purple. It has like waves through it because apparently people use coding as a hallucinogenic. So um, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I think it was like a stoner t-shirt that I bought, but I bought it because I'm, I'm definitely allergic to coding. So I thought it was really ironic that I was wearing wow. this huge coding bottle. Yeah. Um, and when I was checking it out, the register, the cash register person was like, interesting taste <laughs> yeah and I get a lot of comments on it um from like people I run into in the street mm. um they'll be like oh are you a pharmacist because it it has like the rx um symbols on it too <laughs> I'm like no <laughs> yeah that's very interesting that's definitely a look <laughs> and a unique one yeah yeah so I want to ask if you've ever thrifted in different cities or states and if there was any differences in trends or different things that they've had in stock that you've noticed yeah definitely I definitely thrifted all over the country wow. um, if I say so myself yeah um, because I do go to school in Maine and I'm in California coast to coast I've thrifted. Oh, wow. um, in, yeah. um, in Maine it's definitely that um L.O. Bean look, the warm weather look, um, oversized knit sweaters, uh, windbreakers. There's a lot of, um, because we do have a really big, large senior elderly population in Maine. I think that's mm. the biggest in the U.S. Um, there's a lot of, I don't want to say it's old people clothing, but it's like very... 60s inspired mm. which I love yeah yeah I love that um cute grandma look <laughs> yeah yeah so it's good for me yeah and then um in, in the California I thrifted in San Francisco and there's a lot of big name brands um I think that's like true for like a lot of the big cities like um New York too big name brands um is what they normally have and in SF, there's like these little cultural hubs in each neighborhood. Um, so if I thrift in like the hippie district, mm. then there's a lot of like costumey, 60s inspired um, hippie outfits. And it's really um, interesting to see all the styles they, that they have and how people can pull it off. Because um, where I live in like the suburbs of San Francisco, you don't really see that. But when you go into the city, it's like, wow, it's a whole new world. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then 
I thrifted in uh, Berkeley, and there's a lot of trendy brands because it's also a college town, so a lot of college students just donate their clothes. Um, so there's a lot of like um, concert outfits, party outfits <laughs> that you can get for um, cheap there. And in New York, I thrifted in Brooklyn, and it's very overpriced over there. <laughs> I don't know how New Yorkers thrift. Um, based on their wallet yeah. <laughs> yeah. but definitely good for the environment mm-hmm. but vintage yeah it's not supposed to be this expensive oh yeah I I, I feel that <laughs> yeah um I'm definitely not as well traveled in the thrifting world um I'm from a small town and I go to college about an hour away from where I grew up and I live in Michigan so I'm in the, the midwest uh not the most exciting place in the country, but we have our quirks. Um, so our local Goodwill looks a lot different from my college town's Goodwill. Those are like the only in-person thrift shops around here. Uh, so that's the example I'm going to go with. I feel like in my hometown, we have a lot more, as you said, not like old person clothes, but what I want to call like grandma chic. Uh, just, you know, stuff Love that, that. Yeah, stuff that you're stylish, you know, 70 some year old grandma would wear many flowers, many lace frills, you know. Um, yeah. So, so some of it I think is very fashionable. Like if you're a teen or in your twenties or thirties, you can still pull it off and make it look trendy. Um, and there's some that you pull off the rack and you're like, yeah, I don't know how I could spin this, but I'm sure my, my grandma could make it look really good. Um, and then in my college town, there's a lot more of what we would probably consider fashionable items since you have a lot more younger people living there. And so they're usually bringing in their fast fashion items like H&M and Forever 21 and Rue 21. So you find a lot of more brands like that there that seem more suitable for, I guess, younger people. I don't know if I want to say suitable, more common, I guess. Um, Also, in my college, we have a Facebook group where you can post pictures of your clothes and you you can buy from other students. Um, And I think it's mostly meetup based. So you express interest in someone's post and then you meet up somewhere on campus and then you either pay them or swap. So that's really fun and a really good way to thrift, especially in college when you're in that little community and... Most people are your age and you can find people with similar fashion tastes and find the niches there. Definitely. I feel like um, those small Facebook groups, like college-based Facebook groups are really helpful, Um, not just for like thrifting clothes, but like buying anything in general. Um, Like I remember like when college, or not colleges, when seniors are like graduating, they would sell all their dorm room stuff, coasters, their microwaves, their fridges. Um, so it's like basically a huge garage sale online, which is still amazing. It's another great way to stay sustainable um, in your buying habits. You know, there are some really great secondhand items, even outside of the clothing realm with dorm stuff, dishes, even furniture sometimes. And Every little bit of reusing helps. Wow, that's amazing. I'm going to move to my next home. <laughs> yeah. 
And lastly, um, to conclude our discussion, I just want to talk about strategies for buying and or selling secondhand clothing, because I feel like it would be nice to leave our listeners with some tips from experienced thrifters like you. Yeah, uh, my advice would be when you're selling something online, just make sure you're honest about if there's any sort of damage or flaws in your item. Because if you're buying something online, obviously they can't see it in person. And that could go many ways. You could upset your buyer and they could leave you a bad review and people would be less likely to buy from you from you in the future. Um, however, there are a lot of crafty thrifters out there who are interested in repairing clothes. So if you mention that your cardigan has a small hole or there's a small tear in your jeans that you're trying to sell, just put it in the description and you know it'll attract the people that are looking to fix them up. And I also know a lot of thrifters who totally like reinvent their clothes when they buy them. They turn them into something different. So don't be discouraged by your broken or damaged clothes. Yeah, I've seen those um, thrift slips that are really popular these days about people who yeah. rework their like Nike crew necks into like having like an elastic string or like making crop tops and stuff like that. So I think that's so amazing to like sort of practice your creativity on clothes that you buy secondhand so it's like sort of lower stakes than you know buying a full price t-shirt and cutting it up and stuff like that so great way to be creative yeah I guess my strategy would be um 100% I mentioned this above but um nothing is off limits so by or checking the men's section um checking the boy section woman section girl section I check like home section in um, like Goodwill and Salvation Army to have some really good stuff like plants um, and accessories like bags, shoes, definitely shoes. <laughs> As I'm like spinning mm-hmm. out these sections, um, I think I really want to point out shoes are a great place to start um, because I feel like shoes, you have to like break into them, but when you thrift them, they're already mm-hmm. broken into And normally, like, thrift stores don't put terrible-looking shoes out on display um, for people to buy unless it's sort of like a whatever thing. But a lot of thrift stores only put out, like, what's presentable. And I feel like they're the perfect um, amount of broken into that when you put them on as a new buyer, you're not having to get blisters to wear these nice sneakers and stuff like that. Yeah, I hate buying new shoes. They're so expensive too. So it's so great to find them for good prices and already broken in. Yeah, exactly. Especially if they're like leather and stuff and they're definitely stiff when you first get them and you have to spend time in pain sort of to get them to kind of mold into your foot. But once you buy secondhand, it's like someone's already gone through the pain before you so why not just hop right in right yeah yeah wow I'm amazed at how much I learned about um, thrifting and secondhand clothing from this conversation so thank you so much Elena for speaking with me on this topic and thank you so much for raising important issues on the environmental impacts of fast fashion and how secondhand fashion can combat that and 
your personal strategies to find the perfect um, secondhand item that you're searching for. And I absolutely love talking about my thrifting hobby with other people because I feel like similar to the styles and the clothing that we're searching for and trying to um, emulate or create, I feel like everyone's strategies are slightly different. So it's really nice to get new strategies from you, especially about Depop and finding clothes that are exactly your size by thrifting, I think is so cool. And I'm so grateful that we had this conversation. Yeah, thank you for having this conversation with me. It was so much fun to share everything. Fantastic. If you like this podcast, please stay tuned for our next episode on intuitive eating on Nurture You.